Love Talk Radio.
That was a classic song by B1 Kwa Georgie. A classic, classic song. One of my favorite songs. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our first show. The two, this is going to be a two-part series. This is, of course, the news radio show comes every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, which is 21 hours Zambian time. Today we'll be discussing the movie-making of our president, that is Dr. David Kenneth Kaunda. So I will be interviewing the two uh, gentlemen, uh, lady and the gentlemen who are part of the, this huge project. This is something that some of us have longed for, something that we have been waiting for the longest. And I'm especially, especially happy that we, are, we have come to that point where the movie is uh, almost mm, in its uh, initial phase. The, a lot has been done. So we are just trying to see, uh, to learn a little bit what has been done, what needs to be done, who is doing what, and things like that. So this is Zanus radio show comes every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern time with a special focus this afternoon to discuss the, the movie, the movie making. So I'm just waiting for our guests to join us. So let me play this song again. This is Kwa Georgie by uh, B Flow.
Just having some technical difficulties. Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Zanus Radio Show again. This is a special edition. We'll be uh, discussing the making of the struggle. The struggle is a movie that depicts the life of Zambia's first uh, Republican president, and this is, of course, Dr. Kenneth David Kaunda. And I'm joined by one of the a gentleman who is part of the project. So we were supposed to have a gentleman by the name of Frank Kasonde joining us live from Zambia, but I think he may be having some technical difficulties. So we have Mr. Jimmy Katuta, who is one of the people who's working on this project. I believe he's part of the finance and the marketing part. So without further ado, Mr. Jimmy Katuta, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you so much, uh, Brother Noah. Really, really a privilege to be on your show today. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you, thank you. I'm especially glad that uh, somebody out there thought of having uh, this radio show uh, and to feature something, uh, the struggle, the movie, the making of the uh, the struggle the movie about Dr. Kenneth David Kaunda I think this is just something that us Zambians we need to be proud of it's of course detailing the life prior to 1964 because most of us when we think of Kenneth Kaunda of uh, our first Republican president uh, we think of him as the president but what most people may not know is that this man had a life and uh, that life prior to him becoming the uh, the person that we all know he had a family and he was just a, a regular person so the show uh, de- uh, the, the movie details his life prior to 1964 during 1964 and after 1964 so mr katuta uh, i see wh- our colleague from uh, South Africa, the producer for the show, Mr. Frank Kasonde, has joined us. Let me just welcome our our friend from uh, the. I, th- I think that he's actually in South Africa. Uh, Mr. Frank, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you so much. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Doing good. I'm happy that you you managed to jump in, and we're yeah. having some technical difficulties with uh, Ayusha, the, your co-producer. So I okay. think we should be able to resolve these uh, difficulties as the show progresses. So we have Mr. Jimmy Katuta and yourself. So I think we'll proceed okay. with you and Mr. Katuta until we hear back from uh, Ayushi. Otherwise, uh, without further ado, I think I've, we've spent a little bit of time with the te- technical difficulties here and there. 
Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Who is Frank Kaswande? Uh, okay, thank you so much for, for the opportunity and the platform. Uh, so basically, Frank Kaswande is born and raised I think we may have lost you there. Mr. Mr. Gatuta, can you hear me? Yes, sir, I can. I can. Okay. Okay, I think like since uh, our friend is calling uh, directly from Zambia, yeah, yeah, he just dropped off the call. So, Mr. Gatuta, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role in this movie? It's well, movie um, making. Thank you, thank you. Um, you see, uh, just before I, I proceed, I would just like to point out that that is one of the things that we really need to work on in Africa, especially Zambia, with this load shedding. This is something that has completely crippled our economy because it's very difficult to conduct business when you're having challenges like that. And for Zambia to be so rich, it is it is embarrassing that we should be having such technical So that is something that we'll be able, we should be able to, to tackle in the near future collectively. To answer your question, uh, Jimmy Katuta is a very simple man. I'm a, I'm a Zambian who was born in Mokulera, Zambia, uh, from uh, a miner. My father was a miner. He worked in the copper mines, and I was privilege to be part of a family of seven. I am the second, or rather the, the sixth child out of seven. I, I came to the United States in 1993 and was able to have a very, very successful life. And I'm, I'm, I'm married. I have a son, 17-year-old son, Malaika, my wife, Crystal. We live in Las Vegas. And we're just happy to be here. We're just happy to be here and part of this uh, organization of putting together Dr. Kenneth Kaunda's story. You see, I was privileged to meet Dr. Kenneth Kaunda in Sacramento a few years back before his acquisition ways is unable to move freely around the world. But I did meet him, and we had long, long conversations over a period of three days. So and, um, I'm so happy that Frank and Ayushi and the other team members who you will meet eventually as we go, I'm so happy to be part of the team. They tapped me to help in the uh, marketing and financing and just putting together an organization to put this movie in action. Uh, we uh, And I'll, I don't want to take Frank's position and... Uh, overstate the, the fact that uh, he's done a lot of work. He's done a lot of work. I believe he's been working on this for 13 years. Uh, he started as a young man. He's still a young man, and he's done a lot. He has done a lot. So it is up to us here in the diaspora, especially with you, President Noah, for giving us this platform to be able to communicate to the people what Dr. Kenneth Kaunda did for our country. It's just an, an, an amazing opportunity. Just an amazing opportunity, sir. Yes, yes. I think this is one opportunity that we have as Zambian people to tell our side of the story. Because when you look at history, 
history always paints the picture from the perspective of the writer. So when we read history, most of our history or African history is done by non-Zambians. So their perspective on history is always different. This is why I always tell people, most of us, we spend countless hours just to fine-tune that selfie so that at least before it's posted out there on Facebook, it, it has gone through beautifying, because you know, especially some of the youngsters, they want to make sure that at least a picture before it's put out there on Facebook, on this social media, it has been completely cut in such a way that it paints this beautiful picture about yourself. So the same can be said about the history. The people who write history, they write from their perspective. So when you have non-Zambians telling you the history about yourself, it's going to be different. Just like when somebody takes a selfie, they want to make sure that they capture it at a position where it's perfectly in tune with what they want to put out there. It's different when somebody takes a picture of you and puts it out there. You say, oh, maybe you should have asked me. I, I wanted to make sure that the lighting is this side and I'm wearing this and things like that. The same is true when it comes to history. History about Zambia has only been told from the European's perspective. So when we have uh, people like Frank uh, r wanting to make this movie, this is not just a movie, it's de detailing the history of a country, focusing on those who participated in the struggle. KK, of course, is the is main star in the movie, but there were a lot of others who were behind him during the time, I mean, even before the times. So I just wanted to make sure that our listeners understand that history matters especially who does the history. So when we have people making a movie like this one, it's just not a movie. It's the history being told by somebody from our perspective and also interviewing those people who are uh, part of the process during that time. So I see our, our friend has joined us back. Uh, Mr. Kasonde, I know sometimes technology can be a problem, Yes. Uh, are you situated now? Are you situated now? Yes, I think I'm good yeah, now. I'm oh, good. good. I think I can yeah. come now. Okay, yeah, good, so good. yeah, so yeah, go go ahead. Tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about uh, who who is Frank Kasonde. Okay, I like I was saying I come I come from a family of uh, nine and two guys and the rest of the girls. And I am a filmmaker, I'm an author, and uh I'm a founder of a I media studio called uh, Frank Robo Movie Studios. So I I taught myself film and I started working on this project in the last 13 years. I started in 2008. I was just doing drama back in school and uh, and I decided uh, I really wanted to do something that I know Frank is. My uh, my core values are is that I learn in order to teach and I have in order to give. So Every day of my life, I was asking myself, what can I give? Like, what can I share with the world that I do know? So I decided, okay, I'm going to pick a piece of history 
Zambian history and create it into a movie that I'm going to give to the world. So basically, that is just a brief description of who I am. I believe that I have in order to give and I... Okay, I think our our friend out there in in is having a some technical challenges. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I yeah. So we apologize our listeners sometimes when we're having these uh international calls where somebody is out there in Zambia or in uh, South Africa featuring live a lot uh, can go wrong. So this is not something that we planned. We wanted to have, uh, since the gentleman is uh, not here in, in the United States, I myself am uh, here in, in the great state of Indiana and Mr. Jimmy Katuta is out there in Las Vegas and we are trying to connect uh, a gentleman who is out there in uh, is Mr. Katuta, is Kasonde in uh, Zambia or in South Africa? He is in South Africa. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm in South Africa. Oh, okay. Yeah, so sorry, Mr. Frank, you had cut off, so... um, Okay. uh, Yeah, so... We're having a challenge. We're having a network challenge because actually, you know, it's raining heavily here. It's a reason I'm I'm, I'm breaking out there. We're having heavy rains around here. If I'm back, I think I can proceed. Yes, yes, go ahead. Please, yes. Like I was saying, a brief description of my core values are that I learn in order to teach and I have in order to give. So 13 years ago, as a young man, I decided what can I, you know, learn and share with others with time, you understand? So I began to do a huge research on the piece of history, on the Zambian history in front of the screens, you understand? With the bad culture that we have, not only just out there, but it Africa and Zambia to be precise, I decided, okay, what can we do that is going to be effective for our people to to get attention, our people's attention, understand? So I realized we watch a lot of TV in Zambia, and I said, okay, instead of writing a book about our history, instead we're going to do a movie about our history. So that's how I started building up from scratch, teaching myself film and be an international project and that's how I landed to a point where I started talking to people in different countries and just seeing how best we can come together and make this uh, this dream a reality you understand so basically that's how I landed where I am today thank you well, if, if I may if I may brother no if I may just add uh, a note here um, the, the, the challenges that we're having with uh, Frank uh, as far as communication goes, these are some of the things that we need to really show grace, especially as Zambian people. Uh, we face these challenges. Now imagine this gentleman, Frank, he has been doing these interviews from, uh, with several, several, several radio stations, and he has technical difficulties like this. And people, most people would give up because it's just too much work but he stays persistent, and for that, Frank, um, I commend you, and I, I, I appreciate you taking half of your life dedicated to this project. Um, you see, me personally, I, I, I'm, I'm so happy that you stayed on course, 
and I'm glad that you included us. JK and Partners here in Las Vegas is doing a lot. Um, obviously not compared to what you have done. Basically, we're just assisting you to make sure that you get this story told. Uh, most people that know KK uh, just know of, he's just, well, he's just another one of the African leaders. What they don't know is the position and the influence that he had in Africa. Uh, people know of Nelson Mandela, uh, obviously, because of the, the, the publicity that came with the struggle in South Africa. But what people need to understand, and all this will be told in, in the story of the movie um, and the documentary, Kenneth Kaunda was not only a president to Zambia. He was... Uh, to be a part of... I'm sorry? No, no, go ahead. Yes, um, I thought maybe somebody was trying to say something. But uh, just quickly, uh, and I'll let Frank get back on, but people need to understand, especially the young generation, they need to understand that Dr. Kenneth Kaunda was mostly, mostly influential in getting these other countries like Zimbabwe, um, uh, Mozambique, uh, these other countries to, to gain their independence. He wasn't just satisfied with Zambia gaining independence where most presidents would have been just satisfied knowing that, well, I got my country liberated, let me go on. He did not just stop there. He made sure that his neighboring countries were all independent. He was very forceful. So these are some of the things that need to be told, and people need to understand and know that he made sacrifices for his Zambian people to where we were responsible for taking in a lot of refugees from these surrounding countries while they were fighting for independence. So these are some of the things that I just wanted to point out, and I'll let Frank continue from here. Frank, please continue. Sorry if I interrupted you. No, no, that, that was a great contribution. I'm glad it's coming from you on the other side. Yeah, so basically, you know, there's a lot that we don't know about uh, our freedom fighters. And so I realized I'm, I'm telling a story I was never part of. So what is going to be the play out? So what we did, we, we countrywide, we did uh, interviews with freedom fighters, those that were in politics, active. So uh, VJ, uh, Honorable Scott Winner, Mama Kanka, the late, uh, Dr. Grey Zulu, the late, KK himself, even the late Mama Mama Beatty, before she passed, you understand? So we were taking stories from the host out, like the people who are sat uh, down and fought these battles. You understand? And what I realized is that what we were as young people and what was coming from the people that actually fought the battles completely different. Information is being passed on verbally, and you know what it is? If you send a message verbally to 10 people, what you say it as a first person and what the ninth person is going to deliver to the 10th person is going to be completely different. You tend to change or uh, the code, the message, you understand. So there's that thing where the message that lands to the first person or the 10th person is completely distorted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. This is why it's important for us as the Zambians to tell Rina. our story because when we look at the history being told from the other side, then it becomes a problem. 
So uh, Mr. Katuta, yeah, so it's going to be back and forth because, again, our friend has dropped, so I'm sure he's going to try to call back. So, again, we apologize for the inconsistency and the glitches in the programming. It's because I'm told it's raining heavily down in South Africa. Our guest is joining us uh, directly from South Africa, and it's pouring, and I'm sure sometimes the, the network gets to be in the way. So we apologize for the, the glitches in the uh, cutting in and out, cutting in and out. So let me just say hi to one of the co-producers on the show is Ayushi Malani. Ayushi, are you able to, to talk? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. Uh, glad glad you are you're available. Just having some technical glitches. So Ayushi, she's one of the... Uh, she's part of the co- uh, she's a co-producer on this huge project so can you just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and where you are and how you got started on this project okay so my name is Ayushi and I entered the film industry when um when I modeled with Asiana magazine as well as um in India housing show South Africa for Miss India where I was selected in the core um, modeling team. From there, I went on to script writing and film. And with script writing, I've script written a movie called Cherubs that's still yet to be released by Chambly Productions in America. And this is my second project that I'm looking at. So the reason why this attracted me and the previous project also was of a certain attraction to me was because of the nature of the film. I tend to go towards films that are meaningful, that will have an impact, some kind of impact on society as well as people around. And in this particular show, for example, a movie about the life of Kenneth Kaunda, I think he is a man that has contributed so much to his own country, not only his own, but many African countries. And he is not only a Zambian leader, but an African leader. So this is something if it mm-hmm. has not come on film. And we live in the digital age now where people are reading books on iPads. People are watching movies on the iPads and phones. We are tending towards Netflix. The future generations to come move, we assume, with the digital direction. And that, that is why it's so important to capture such leaders on a digital platform such as film, which is of utmost importance. And we wish to pay a tribute to Zambia by honoring such a person as our first Republican president with this movie. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. Because history is, has been written and history is being written. So, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Zanus Radio Show every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm your host, Noah Lovo, uh, live from live and direct from Indianapolis, Indiana, and I have my uh, co-host for this afternoon, Mr. Jimmy Katuta, live and direct from Las Vegas, Nevada. Are you in Nevada, Mr. Katuta? Yes, yes, I am, and I was just going to say that uh, I wish some of that rain that is pouring heavily 
in South Africa could be sent to Las Vegas because we. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think like for 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 us up here in Indiana, the snow is just a few weeks away, so we are not excited. Especially me, I'm not excited. But what can I do? It's just one of those things. Yeah. So I see again our uh, our our guest is back. So yes, Mr. Frank, I I, I know we are having these challenges. Yeah. So I'm back. Yeah. So can, yeah. Can, can you talk a little bit about what has been done so far as far as the project itself? Uh, I mm-hmm. know you mentioned a little bit the people that you have interviewed and yes. spoken to, and some of them have even passed on. So at least we are happy that you were able to reach out to these people and capture at least their uh, inputs, voices, uh, I mean, uh, before they pass. So can you speak a little bit about what has been done so far in terms of the project itself? Uh, okay, I would say much has been done. I would say much has been done. Things like data collection, which like took us in about eight years to put together interviews uh, with the freedom fighters so we can have this strong script coming from the people that actually fought uh, for the freedom and the liberation. So it was amazing. It has been quite an experience. So we do have the script right now. But right now what we're doing is that we are jumping into shooting a documentary and use some of the information from the documentary to fine-tune the script. So the fact that we are looking at getting a Hollywood star for uh, to play Dr. Kennedy. Yeah, I think... Uh, I, I'll, finish, I'll finish that thought for him. Yes. Back on. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he and I have been doing this for about three years now. So... The, the main actors, we, we're looking for Hollywood actors, and people have been asking him, well, if we're trying to tell a Zambian story, why not get Zambian actors to play Dr. KK? And the answer that Frank gives, and he gives it so eloquently, is that the best way to tell this story is to have actors that are renowned so we can get the audience that we need. And uh, we have been here on... In, in America, Jackie and Partners, what we've been doing, we've reached out to several uh, actors, including uh, Will Smith, uh, Dennis Haysert, Danny Glover, and we are still talking to some agents. We're trying to get these big, big bankable actors to, to buy into this project so that we can get the audience that we need. Uh, I don't know if Frank, Frank is back on. Is he back on? No, no, yeah, no, yeah, I'm listening. Yes, yeah, yeah. Frank is back on, and also Ayushi. Yeah, so feel free, you guys. Uh, I've unmuted your your mic, Ayushi and Frank. So Ayushi, you can always come in, so we can just have a conversation. Uh, we're talking about what has been done so far, and I think before Frank was cut off, uh, I think the technology and just. Uh, uh, Sometimes the network can be a challenge. So Mr. Katuta was finishing up why uh, we, uh, I think the project is using a non-Zambian to play the part for KK. And the reasoning is that sometimes you always need people who are well-known. 
Just like if you are advertising something on TV, uh, you can't use people that you don't know. You want LeBron James there because those people have a following and I think uh, people like that, LeBron James, I mean, people like Michael Jordan, that's why they have these brands because mm-hmm. you have to market their movie as a brand. So, Absolutely. Frank, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, go, go ahead, Ayushi. Absolutely no. So what I w- what we um, our view was that's an excellent idea. That while our film can be a, a Zambian story and told by a Zambian, our face or um, the acting can be done by an independent by a well-known actor, so that our audience can relate. The story can be told through the actor who can relate to our audience. At the same time, keeping it completely authentic, keeping it Zambian, keeping um, the story being told from the Zambian perspective. So yes, good, good, that is great. What you aim to achieve? Okay, yeah. So Frank, uh, can you yes. talk a little bit about uh, the what was interesting about the people that you interviewed? What stands out? Because I think. You, you like, can you just talk a little bit about how many people you had to reach out? Because I know you said this project has been going on for the past eight to 13 years. What stands out the most from the interviews that you've done? Uh, so basically, there's one thing that I actually learned that's why I was as playing as young Zambians. Is that we have already been told that KK are the mandate to rebalate Africa, which is not the case as a matter of fact. KK has a mandate to liberate all the black men. That's why we see him with the likes of the Martin Luther King in Atlanta when he came to New York and he gave an amazing speech. And it was actually Martin Luther King that put it out. It's like, who is this man? I need to meet this guy. And he went and he met KK and they invited him to his house. You understand? So, people stood for one thing which is unity and I I believe we don't use that anymore everybody wants to stand out alone you understand these are the people that actually did believe in in unity more than anything you know one thing that I found amazing about the freedom fighters was they never knew there was such a thing as governing until they saw the colonial masters rule but they were patient enough to learn from them and graduated to a point where they defeated the same person, the same people that actually taught them uh, how to rule wars. You understand? So it took a lot of humility, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, uh, the ability to learn, which we don't have with young people today. When we look at our young people today, they just want to get up and be successful the following day. You understand. So one thing, one profound thing that I really learned from uh, from these people that I actually interviewed was the willingness to learn and the patience to live to fight another day. So they believed in each other. There was a test that oh. we were given. Hello, am mm-hmm. I still connected? Yeah, yes, yes. Go ahead. Okay. There was a test that we were given by the coronial masters. Each one of the leaders were imprisoned and they were put in separate cities, in separate prisons. And what these people did, started going with a lot of money, each one of them 
start saying to say your friends have sold out, they've been bribed, and you are the only one remaining. Get this money. We send you out of the country. We don't want you to cause commotion anymore in this country. And I can guarantee you that each one of them stood on the ground and nobody sold us out. It's a reason why a free country as we speak today. Imagine the Zambia that we have today. If somebody approached them with the money, where are we going to end up today? You understand? So basically one thing that I actually learned from our forefathers is that they really stood on their ideologies. Besides you being a leader, be it a company, be it a father, be it a family, what are your core values? What is your core value? There's one thing that a lot of people don't know about Dr. Kenneth Kaunda, which is the reason why he never eats meat today. A lot of people think it's because he needed to live longer like he has lived, but he stopped eating meat in his 30s. He was very young. And the main reason he stopped eating meat was there were two ladies that went to buy meat uh, at a butchery, rotten meat, as a matter of fact. They complained about the higher this white man got an iron bar and man handled the ladies close to death. And when KK saw that, the blood that was spilt on the ladies, he said, I will never eat that which my people can't afford. And 56 years now, KK still doesn't eat meat. Why? Not because he wanted to, to have an healthy lifestyle, but because of the core values that he believed in. You understand? So there's more mm-hmm. to just, there's more to just telling a story of it's also an inspirational story. Can you imagine on how a boy from the village ended up from being a teacher to being the first president of Zambia? You understand? There are a lot of teachers that I know that have died in poverty because they just feel as a teacher you need to teach and that's it. But we're talking about a young man who, who put his life on the line. He was a teacher, he was a husband, and he was a father, but he still went ahead and fought for the whole entire nation. Putin, he took us to the liberation struggle in 1964. So there's a lot more to learn from our freedom fighters than just talking about the history and what they did for us. So it's a broader story. It's an amazing story. It is, it is a bliss. We, we just can't wait to put it to life and just share with the world exactly what our leaders did for us and what they did for this world entirely. Thank you. Well, yeah, yeah, very well put, Frank, very well put, Frank. So, Ayosha, anything that has stood out from your research and just working on the script, what uh, has, what would you say is something that sort of like you learned that you didn't know? Um, there was actually quite a lot that I learned that I didn't know, despite living in the country for 25 years. Um, for example, when Frank highlighted the meat aspect, we all knew that KK was vegetarian. In fact, I went to his home once, and we're a catering company, so I, we gave, I gave something from our shop for Dr. Founder when we met, I met him the first time, and I gave him some vegetable chopping boards, but at the time, I believed that, you know, the vegetarian was out of his own choice or out of cultural or, or something to do with religion like the math. But after coming on board on the project and reading a lot of the scripts and the actual story, um, it was 
to realize that it was for the justice that had a lot more significance than merely not eating meat. He stood for equality. He stood for unity. He was a man that was not dividing, but wanted fairness and equality. And I think that is what he has allowed Zambians to achieve. So for me, when the script yeah. was written, um, mm-hmm. as it was written by the first um, set of writers, it did need a lot more um, content. I mean, it needed a lot more depth, which we wish to add at this stage. So that is why four more writers are joining the script so that we can add depth into the work add maybe the letter we intend to maybe in, um, add in the letters that were left out, what was written from prison, the Portuguese dialect, the Zambian dialect that has not yet reflected in the current script. So we want to make it as close to reality as possible. Those were a few things that we learned so far. And um, yes, we're just working towards it. That's good. That's it's good to know because I I like the fact that I mean Fred, uh, sorry Frank talks about the the core values because the the leaders during that time I think there were men and women who were very principled uh, and you I don't know if we can say that today but it's good that we had such leaders so at this time let's just. Listen to one of the songs which was done by KK. This is uh, KK sings a love song. So let's let's listen to the old man as he plays this song. This is a song I sang for Miss Kaunda when I was courting her 60 years ago. We are 60 years married now. I hope you beat our record. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the night in your eyes. Underneath a pagan moon Dreaming away on a pillow of pain As you walk a pagan moon Every kiss was a sweet pagan prayer Actually, KK sings a love song. 
So, KK, we are very privileged, some of us who have access. The gentleman is getting up there in age, so we have a wealth, just so much information that we need to tap out of him, and uh, I'm especially glad that some of us, uh, people like Ayushi, Frank, they are working on this project, of course, Mr. Kajimi Katuta and others who are part of this project. This is not just a movie. This is history, telling Zambian history from a history perspective, interviewing the folks, men and women who have been out there uh, from the beginning. So I am pleased. I'm glad. I'm excited. So looking forward to the movie. So Ayushi, uh, can you tell us a little bit about what needs to be done in terms of uh, the next steps? So the next step, as we see it, we want to make a documentary on Dr. Kenneth Kaunda as well as a movie. So the two have, their, have different aspects but will be connected with the same team. So the documentary aspect, we are hoping to get, um, we're hoping to crowdfund, look at various aspects of funding, as well as approach sponsors for sponsorships, and then likewise, likewise with the movie, but an additional aspect of investors coming on board for the movie. So that is what that is the direction we aim to take next. So possibly now advertising. Um, keeping the word, and we want the momentum to build at this stage so that it's done with the consensus of the people and the country and supporters. We would like that to be part of what we do. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Well put. Well put, uh, Ayushi. So, Mr. Jimmy, can you talk a little bit about the financing and the marketing that needs to be done or that has been done so far? Thank you, thank you for that opportunity, and Ayushi, thank you for your contribution. Essentially, what we're doing here, our goal here in the United States is to mobilize some of the Zambians in the diaspora, not only Zambians, Africans, because there, there are a lot of Africans who have benefited from Dr. Kaunda's generosity. So we are hoping to, like Ayushi said, using the crowdfunding method, get as much financing and assistance as we can. And then we're also reaching out to businesses here that will help us put this, uh, get, get our financing goal. And I'll let Frank tell us the budget. And then essentially what we're going to do is we've, we have an account set up here in the United States, and we also have an account set up in Zambia. So whatever financing resources that we get will be, obviously, will be very transparent, and every effort that is made is made solely to make sure that we get this production going. And we would like uh, the three of us, Ayushi, Frank, and I, and we have another colleague, Chansa, who is not here today. You'll be hearing from her later this week, I believe. Uh, our goal is to make sure that we get enough financing to get this project going before our DSAK passes on. And I even hate to say that, but, you know, it's life is life. 
But um, just to understand that Keke was not only uh, a president, he was a role model. He was such an inspiration. He was a good husband, a good father, and just so many, so many things that he did and as he was that need to be told. So we have had uh, offers, and Frank has mentioned this in his past interviews, we, we've had offers from Hollywood to where they said they wanted to just buy the project or the rights and then have them shoot it their way. They offered a large sum amount, which Frank did decline, and for that I'm, I'm glad he did, uh, because this is a story that we can't sell. This is a story that we have to tell. And we have to tell it in our own words. And like uh, it has been put so eloquently, these words that are being shared in the movie or the documentary are backed by facts and uh, interviews from people like uh, Vernon Mwanda, who is well known as BJ, and uh, Dr. Spotter Wiener and the others. So we're just trying to make sure that we can raise enough money. We have everything set up. Uh, we are hoping that uh, with the help of the MOOC that we can have a fundraiser event um, during these hard COVID-19 days. We may have to do a virtual event to where we can raise some funds. Um, also, we have, we're also talking to our colleagues at ATV with uh, our brother David Kira to also do certain uh, auctions. So it's in the pipeline. We are open to suggestions. We're looking forward to participation from the world at large just to get us, uh, to get us going. Well put, Mr. Katuta. Ayushi, anything you want to add in terms of uh, the next steps uh, following up to Mr. Katuta? Um. No, I think Mr. Katuta has has um, explained it very well. It's quite self-explanatory. And, yeah, I think that's – there's nothing I wish to add at this stage. Oh, good. So, Frank, yeah, again, ladies and gentlemen, we apologize for the glitches in communication. So uh, uh, I myself am in, in Indiana. Mr. Jimmy Katuta is in Las Vegas. And mm -hmm. Frank – is joining us from uh, South Africa. And Ayushi, where are you? Are you in, in Zambia or you're also in South Africa? Yes, I am in Lusaka, Zambia. Oh, good. See, four countries, I mean, it's sometimes it may be a little bit of a challenge to get everybody on board. So, Frank, we are just sort of in the home stretch. Uh, what message do you want to put out there? What message do you have for the listeners? Okay, yeah, so basically the, the the message in closing that we are looking for is just basically everybody can come on board to help us that make this uh, this project a reality. Like, we really need to do this while the one is still alive. I pray that he lives to see the end product, and we are looking forward to be done by next year, Independence Day. So if we hopefully get funding between now and February, you will possibly start shooting. Yeah, so Frank might have to... Hey, Ayushi, can you speak a little bit about how much the, the project is costing? Because I think we may have lost Frank again. For, um, a, 
a movie cost approximately what cost $20 million. That's a mid-level range movie that you're looking at. These are similar to the budgets that have been used for other movies with the same um, subject and content, such as, um, say, Winnie Mandela or Nelson Mandela, as well as other movies in Hollywood where it's a medium range. So for this kind of work, as we, as it's a live and historic doc, um, documentary, it's going to be acting, not too much 3D and animation. So in that, mm-hmm. our budget is probably 20 million, and we're hoping we could use some crowdfunding, use some, um, get some investors, possibly globally from America, get some Zambian investors who wish to support their own country, and um, since we're using international artists. And um, we do hope to get good returns on investments and good return on sales. So that's how we're trying to save the, I mean, that's how we're trying to maximize our budget and safeguard our investors at the same time. Yeah, thank you, Ayushi. Yeah, so in one minute or less, I know we're sort of uh, hitting that mark. So less than a minute. Uh, Mr. Katuta, your final pitch to the community, the listeners, in less than a minute. Thank you. I'll be brief. My fellow Zambians, our country needs us. Uh, Our story needs to be told, where we came from. Uh, We haven't always had it easy, but we strive and we persevere. Um, I've I've always said this. I would like for the upcoming generation to to experience the Zambia that I grew up in. And the only way we can do that is by telling Dr. Kenneth Saunders' story. So please, please join us. Join us in raising the funds so we can honor our Zambia and honor our beloved KK so that we can tell this story. We love you and we appreciate every effort, every penny counts. We're not asking you to give us a lot of money. Whatever you can contribute within your budget is a Thank you, Mr. Katuta. Ayushi, then 30 minutes. Keep it, keep it short. Uh, your final pitch to our listeners. Um, yes. So I think it's an absolute privilege to be part of such a great project. It's not just a movie. It's um, the expression or the legacy left behind by a great leader, Dr. Kenneth Kaunda. And this is something that will be passed down in history for generations to come. I hope the viewers and the audience do understand the integrity, um, that the depth and the weight of the, of the situation, that this is history we don't want lost. We want to capture it as yeah. best as possible. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. You've been listening to Zanus Radio Show. Unfortunately, we've come to the end of our program. We were joined by Ayushi Malan and Frank Kasonde, as well as Mr. Jimmy Katuta, discussing the struggle. This is a movie that depicts the life of our first Republican president, Dr. Kenneth David Kaunda. So we'll be having a virtual presentation in a few months, I think next month, just to fundraise for this project. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being part of this show. 
that will close with a song by the great K.K. Super Kane himself. Join us next week for a continuation of part two of the radio show. We'll have the same guest appearing uh, uh, be part of the panel next week. So thank you and enjoy your, the rest of the weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.